the Fade the Noise podcast with Brad Evans and Nate Lundy. Place your bets. Brad the Big Noise Evans here joined by the good sir Nathaniel Lundy. This is the Fade the Noise podcast. The unforgiving, the menacing, the downright dastardly injury imp is run amok in fantasy land. Lundy, Cam Akers, exit stage left. Travis Etienne, done for the season. And now adding to the list of victims, J.K. Dobbins. Tearing his ACL, a gnarly knee injury that he suffered in the preseason. Uh, hey, hey, coaches, wink, wink, hit, hit, nod, nod. Stop playing your starters in the preseason. Seriously, especially your running backs, because these guys are prone and susceptible to getting injured. And now with Dobbins done for the year, uh, the evolution of this Baltimore Ravens offense, uh, many people believe that they were going to add a little bit more balance. They are going to try to be more pass-happy this season under Greg Roman. Maybe they still will be, but their running identity now morphs as Gus Edwards rises to the next-up level. Uh, Tyson Williams, uh, an outstanding second-year player that they feel could be a hidden gem, uh, could elevate into that RBVC along with Justice Hill. And we'll see what they do at the uh, cut deadline uh, that is tomorrow. Maybe Todd Gurley gets signed off the streets or they go another direction. But, Lundy, let's do a little head-to-head here to start things off. We still got Lamar Jackson. Uh, maybe the ultimate scoring duelist in the NFL uh, in this offense going to be running a ton, likely now this year. So, Lamar Jackson or Alvin Kamara Who will have more rush yards this season, according to DraftKings Sportsbook? Minus 115 in either direction under their season matchups tab. And I'll quickly give you my answer. I think it's going to be Lamar. I really do. I think he's going to get back to 150-plus carries this season, especially with an expanded year and a 17-game slate. Uh, Look at some of the fearless forecasts that are out there. Fantasy football today has got him at 857. Mike Clay, ESPN's got him at 869. Jeff Rackley, part of the Rant and the Sawdust Podcast Network's got him at 904. Uh, Kamara, meanwhile, has been at 728, 883, 797, and 932 on the ground, but he's never surpassed 200 carries in a season. And I know that offense has changed a little bit now with Jameis Winston uh, expected to start there in week one, but all the prognosticators out there have him in the low to mid-800s with Lamar Jackson besting him as Tony Jones Jr. uh, will likely be his complement in that Latavius Murray role with Murray potentially being cut, and who knows? Maybe Latavius lands in Baltimore, but if I'm stacking my chips on this matchup bet at DraftKings, give me action Jackson to outrush Alvin Kamara this season at minus 115. Are you with me? No, actually, my man, I'm not. I'm going to go the other direction, and that is because I think Kamara can get up over 900. I don't know that he's going to get to 1,000, but I think he can get over 900, and I don't think – that Lamar Jackson will. I think that I think these guys are going to be really tight. I think there's a reason why this isn't juiced in either direction. I think this is a really uh, fantastic matchup yeah. in terms of these matchup bets. I think this is going to be close. But my gut says that Kamara gets up over 900. I think Jackson stays down below maybe 850, 860. And therefore, Kamara just barely squeaks it out. But this will be one that will come down to the final uh, the final game. Well, if you want to get on that, uh, you should definitely check out DraftKings, all those matchup offerings they have. Uh, some of them are quite sensational and profitability galore there. With that, on this Monday edition, let's get to it with another Fade 5. 
number five. All right, Lundy, more fallouts from the J.K. Dobbins injury. And this is the subject of today's Twitter poll. Cast your vote right now, at Noisy Huevos, and drop your comments in. I will share... Uh, your voice uh, at the end of the program and reveal those poll results. And, and Lundy, uh, spoiler alert, we got over a 1,000 votes cast, so definitely a hot-button topic. And here it is. Will Gus Edwards go over or under 1,000.5 rush yards, minus 110 either way? This one pulled from DraftKings. And right now my gut is saying a slight under here, Lundy. Look, Edwards has been – you know, quite serviceable, actually, uh, a guy that's played at a starter level when given ample opportunity. In eight career games with at least 15 carries, he's averaged 105.5 yards per contest. He was RB11 last season in yards after contact per attempt. Uh, he was RB7 in breakaway run rate. So a guy that can get some of those explosive gains. And, you know, he's a bulky, big-bodied back, kind of old-school bruiser mentality. Gets downhill in a hurry and fits this power scheme to a T. This offensive line should be top half. It's still a run-heavy philosophy under Roman, though. Again, we're going to see how this evolves uh, due to the absence of Dobbins. But my concern is maybe it's Tyson Williams. Uh, who comes in and becomes that RB2 within this scheme. Justice Hill is going to have a role, or they sign somebody off the street. I just don't see Edwards getting a consistent 15-plus carries per game, and for that reason, I think he just tucks under, again, this 1,000.5 rush yards mark. So fade or follow, Gus the Bus, uh, not going to fully lead the station in my estimation, under 1,000.5 rush yards, minus 110 at DraftKings. Oh, it's a very attractive bus ride, Brad, but I will tell you it is actually going to tuck underneath, and I think the reason why is actually what you just brought up there towards the tail end. I think, uh, you know, like the Doobie Brothers, Baltimore will be taking it to the streets. I think they're going to try to find somebody, man. Um, I think they just, they're going to need to bring somebody in. They're going to need some help. They're going to watch uh, who gets cut here as we go to the 53-man roster coming up here uh, within the next couple of days. I think they're going to be looking for somebody that they can add, and it's not a knock on Gus Edwards as you just said he can perform in this offense especially behind what is a pretty good offensive line but it's they're just they're just down a guy they need some help in that running back room and I think they're going to go get somebody and in getting somebody they're going to be looking for someone who can actually contribute they're not going to add somebody just for the sake of depth you can do that with your practice squad I think they're going to try to find somebody that can come in and contribute take a few carries every week and because of that I don't think Edwards can get to this thousand number again not because he's not capable of doing it but because Baltimore built to have that RBBC even if there is a featured back which would have been J.K. Dobbins we know that Edwards was still going to be a part of this offense yep. so they're going to follow that same MO they just got to figure out who is going to now take the Gus role now that Gus has stepped up and has to be the primary back taking it to the streets taking it taking it number four all right moving on uh, let's talk about another injury related don't spin. ever do that again <laughs> what was that i mean taking come it on. to the streets it's like it's you're trying really hard to do a little michael mcdonald but there's also kind of like a drunk barry white in there what yeah. is that <laughs> yeah well i think the drunk is still the fog that i'm in from the fantasy draft that was at casa de evans over the weekend so yeah i, I apologize to our listening audience if i committed any kind of ear murder with that uh, butchering of michael mcdonald from back in the day anyway let's go with michael pittman here in this one and again more injury related news ty hilton lundy is expected to miss multiple weeks 
due to a neck injury. So Pittman squarely the alpha dog, at least potentially within this Indianapolis Colts offense. And that's why I'm taking the over on 750.5 receiving yards minus 115 at points bet. Now, pre-injury, some of the prognosticators out there uh, had Mike Clay, uh, you know, pegged Michael Pittman for 732 yards. Fantasy football today at 817. Jeff Ratcliffe at 729. But look, we got an upgraded quarterback. And this is not, you know, poo-pooing on Phillip Rivers an outstanding career. It is killing it right now at the high school level. Won his first game coaching uh, down in the South. But, you know, last season, Pittman, wide receiver 64 and catchable target rate. So with Carson Wentz healthy and back and expected to play in week one, Quint Nelson as well, it's a major boost to this offense as a whole. So Pittman, who was wide receiver two in yards after contact per reception last season. Yeah, they only had 503 yards on 57 targets uh, with one touchdown. But I think it's going to be a surge in production. And all beat writer accounts have said this dude is on the precipice of a breakout. And I'm buying it. I think he could go for 1,000 yards this season. So well over 750.5 receiving yards for the former USC Trojan. Minus 115 at points bet. Fade or follow. Follow, 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 follow all day long. Yes, this guy is going to break out. I, this number's way too low, man. Really I think is. this is going to. I think this is going to be a comfortable over. I think he's going to hit this. You're not going to be doing the bet sweats as you get into uh, the holiday shopping season. Uh, I mean, I think he's really going to crush this number. I think that he was poised to be able to break out even beforehand, as you just said. The beat writers that are there are talking about this um, already. This is why Brad and I preach the idea: make sure you're following these beat writers and all 32 cities so that you can keep track of what's going on with your fantasy players, with your sports bets, the prop bets, all of it. Uh, but I think he's going to crush this number. Um, and, you know, we need to wait to see exactly which version of Carson Wentz we get. I understand that there's a question mark there, but somebody's got to catch the ball. And I think Pittman is poised. I, I'm with you. I think he could push a thousand, but I don't think it's out of uh, I don't think it's anywhere out of the range to think he is at 850 plus, let alone a thousand. So 750 way too low. Jump on this one while you can. Saddle up the Colts. Number three. All right, moving on. You didn't expect animal sounds today, too. So not only have I killed a Doobie Brothers classic, uh, I'm you know I've resorted to making whinnies and guttural noises, and I apologize again for my actions here, Lundy. Uh, I I will not apologize for this though. I'm taking the over on Dak Prescott, four thousand seven hundred forty-five point five pass yards, and let's get seduced by the juice. Plus one hundred on that over, available at DraftKings. It's all systems go for Dak. Over the weekend, he said, "I'm good to go." Uh, over the weekend, Kellen Moore, the offensive coordinator of this franchise, said uh, he's going to be on no pitch count. Uh, for the opener against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And, you know, it's a hefty average per game. He's got to get to 279.2 to cross his proposed threshold. But last season, before that nasty ankle injury that he suffered, that broken leg or whatever it was, I'm trying to get the image out of my head, but I can't. uh, 371.2 yards per game. He averaged over a five-game stretch with an 8.4 YPA. He was number eight in deep ball pass percentage. And look at the weapons around him. You know, you got CeeDee Lamb, who all of us believe is going to take a quantum leap forward in production to go along with Amari Cooper, to go along with uh, Michael Gallup, to go along with Blake Jarwin, and Zeke Elliott's going to be heavily involved in the pass game as well. And let's be real here, Lundy. I still feel that this Dallas defense is going to be overly generous as a result. Dak is going to have to put a ton of points on the board. He's going to have to chew up a lot of real estate vertically. And I think he could get maybe to 5,000 yards this season. So 
fade or follow, the DAC attack is back over 4,745.5 pass yards plus 100 at DraftKings. I think it is because of that defense, my man. Yes, yep. I will follow on this one because they are going to be generous. Um, they are going to be in games where we're going to see final scores like, you know, 38-31. We're going to see those kinds of scores, I think, out of this team. So whether they're on the winning side or the losing side, that part doesn't matter. Remember? Because all we're looking, talking about right now is the yardage. So, yes, I think he gets up over this number. I think uh, back. Uh, healthy and by all accounts he is there so I think he is uh, poised to have a monstrous year uh, getting back to what everybody sort of expected last year prior to yeah don't want that visual injury last season Um, so yeah let's uh, let's roll here with the DAC attack and by the way for you fantasy folks that are doing your drafts I'm seeing a lot of value out of him by the way folks holding back loading up on running back and wide receiver early then grabbing somebody like DAC um, a few rounds in let everybody else jump on Mahomes let everybody else jump on Lamar Jackson uh, Kyler Murray etc sit back uh, and grab yourself some Dak Prescott because you are going to be racking up yards as you go through the season dude that arm is fine the shoulder is all warmed up he is ready to rip definitely do not fade Dak Prescott this season with that don't turn that dial I know it's a podcast so you could just easily hit pause or go elsewhere but stick around because we got our top picks in Major League Baseball plus bonus time number two all right Lundy let's go to the diamond here let's uh, talk about a gay a guy that is uh, certainly missing bats and that is one Robbie Ray uh, and he has been uh, absolutely sensational here these last couple of turns in the ro- rotation I'm gonna take the over on the J on eight and a half strikeouts at minus 102 at FanDuel, a player that's got uh, top five ERA over the second half of the season. And in his last two turns against the White Sox and Tigers, 25 total strikeouts. Now, he faced the O's earlier this season, four and a third innings pitch, only five strikeouts in that game. And he's only been over eight and a half punch outs in a contest at 11 of 25 starts this season. Uh, Baltimore, though, uh, right now number 14 in K rate over the last 30 days. Done a decent job against Southpaws at 754, but man, those digits are fiery. It is difficult for me to fade the Ray, and I'm certainly not going to do that tonight. So give me the over on 8.5Ks at a lower juice. Again, minus 102 at FanDuel. Fade or follow. Big number, but not a bad payday. Uh, If you consider the fact that it's, you know, it's not at plus juice, but it's pretty darn close at this point. So, yeah, I will follow on this one. It should be a lot of swings and misses tonight for the O's. Um, And look, Baltimore actually has not looked horrible uh, over the course of the last couple of weeks. They seem to have found a little bit of energy, but I think Robbie Ray is going to bring that to a screeching halt tonight. Uh, And I think that uh, Toronto takes care of business on the arm of Ray. I expect him to pile up the punch outs tonight against the O's. Number one. All right, let's go to another power arm, and this one being of the Milwaukee Brewers fame, and that is Cobb and Burns. Uh, he is traveling to San Francisco to take on the Giants, the surprising Giants this season. And I'm going to side with Corbin Burns. That's all you got to say. It under four and a half hits allowed 
plus 105 available at DraftKings Sportsbook. And Burns has been under this in four of his last six starts. Now, the last time he faced San Francisco on back uh, earlier this month on August 6th, seven innings pitched, just four hits allowed. So Captain Hook, yar, was good to anybody that backed him on the same bet. Gave up an earned run, had five punch outs in that contest. Now, San Francisco, uh, for the most part, has been raking at home this season with a 791 OPS. Uh, but they've kind of fallen off a little bit here in the month of August with a 736 OPS. So in the end, I think it's going to be four hits allowed, Nothing more uh, by the ace of this Milwaukee Brewers rotation. And again, at uh, plus 105, I am indeed getting seduced by the juice on this one. So give me Corbin Burns under four and a half hits allowed by the Bay. Plus 105 at DraftKings. Fader, follow. This is a tough one for me because I think the hook's coming into play. And I just, you know, I, I sit back and I'm like, the Giants are going to do something just awkward, right? There's going to be something where you're waiting on the official scorekeeper. Was it a hit? Was it a hit? Was it a hit? All right, I'll follow you on this one. But damn it, my man, because of, I think the fact the hook's going to come into play, this is one that I would be sweating. Probably a bet I wouldn't make, to be honest, because I think he's going to be pretty close to this number. But I do like the uh, uh, I do like the idea of the fact of him coming in right at four. Again, you're talking about San Francisco, uh, which also is a good pitcher's park. Uh, so I'll roll with you on this one. But, ooh, man, this one's going to be puckering. Oh, it's going to be tight. It's certainly going to be tight. All right, let's get some additional action on the diamond. It's bonus time. What do you got, Lundy? Uh, I got three of them for you. First, let's start off here. Uh, Tampa, straight up money line. That's all I'm looking for is Tampa <laughs> on the money line. Uh, taking on Boston, they are 7-1 and one in their last yeah. eight games against Boston. Uh, if you look across the home series they've had, they're 5-1 and one at home against the Red Sox so far this season. So I'm going to ride that one. By the way, shop it around a little bit. Uh, it, it started at minus 125. Um, I've seen it as high as minus 145, so shop around a little bit. I settled in at DraftKings at minus 135 earlier this morning. Um, so snag that one. Brad, then let's talk about is it really the the Rockies have figured out how to play on the road? Holy crap. Yeah, seriously. Uh, taking a series against the Dodgers. So there's two that I'm going to uh, roll with here, player props in the Rockies game. First of all, give me over five and a half strikeouts for Herman Marquez. Uh, you can find that one at minus 145, so it is juiced up a little bit. But uh, despite the fact Texas kind of middle of the road over the last 30 days in terms of strikeouts, uh, however, Marquez continues to roll. I think he can get up over this number, so give me that even though it is juiced up. And, dude, there is no... No one hotter right now than C.J. Cron for the uh, Rockies. This dude is leading the major league with RBIs at 33 in the month of August. He's also got 10 home runs. That's second only to Salvador Perez over the course of the last 30 days. So this dude is on fire, and I'm going to ride that until he bucks me. So give me C.J. with an RBI. Uh, in Arlington, it's at plus 160. Dude is leading the majors in the month of wow. August in RBIs, and wow. I can still get him at plus 160. I am all over that one tonight between the Rocks and the Rangers. Oh, that is uh, very sexy. I'm getting hot and bothered just thinking about that, my man. And, yeah, the Rockies winning on the road. It's time to dig that bunker in the backyard. <laughs> no doubt about it. Uh, I got a three-legger in Major League Baseball. Give me the Reds uh, to win with uh, Luis Castillo on the mound going up against John. John Lester, this is, this is a straight-up John Lester fade. 
uh, of the St. Louis Cardinals. So give me the Reds. I'm going to match it with Toronto and Robbie Ray to win straight up. And the Dodgers that take care of business at home against the Atlanta Braves. You got Drew Smiley going up against Julio Urias. Uh, all three of those score the W. Cincinnati, Toronto, and the Dodgers plus 208 at DraftKings Sportsbook. And also pull this one from DK Sportsbook. Uh, Nick Castellanos has absolutely owned John Lester in his career, whether it was with the Cubs or now, uh, or with the Nats or now with the Cardinals. Uh, he's batting 368 at home. He's hit safely nine of his last 10, but he is seven for 14 at the dish against Lester with eight RBIs. So I think he gets a ribby tonight at plus one. 10. And, oh, before we get out of here, poll results, poll results, poll results. Uh, with J.K. Dobbins out for the year due to that devastating knee injury, where do you stand on Gus Edwards' updated season-long rush yards prop available at DraftKings Sportsbook? Lundy, uh, the over-under at 1,000.5 rush yards, we had 1,178 votes cast. You think people are thinking about this right now? You think it's peak fantasy season? You think people are gearing up uh, for NFL betting? And the under prevails at 54.2% compared to the 45.8% on the over. A couple of comments here. At Big Long Shoreman says, I think they should contact the Colts for Marlon Mack. Hmm, interesting. Maybe he gets cut. You never know. Uh, Maselli on Twitter says, I was high on him before JK went out. Drafted Gus last Thursday in the 12th round of a 10-team uh, keeper league. Absolutely loving it. He said, by the way, your guys' podcast rocks. We appreciate you there, my man. House of Force says, I think Edwards not sharing with Dobbins is more productive than Dobbins sharing with Edwards would have been. Interesting. Mosh Pitt Sr. says they will add someone else, not buying Edwards for more, much more than what he already was. Uh, Mr. Earache Eye says 60 yards a game. I think he can manage that. And Cornell Tony says, I watched him get six carries in the playoff game when Ingram was out. Baltimore better get another running back. <laughs> Not very confident there. So there you have it. Uh, again, most people, at least the majority here, under on Gus Edwards' 1,000.5 rush yards this season. And that is a wrap on this edition of the Faith and Noise podcast. Please follow Lundy on Twitter at Nate Lundy. Follow me there at Noisy Huevos. Drop us a rating and a review, would you kindly? And until next time, as always, feed or follow. That is up to you. Feed the noise.